Super Talk Mississippi media production. Moondog Makers and Bakers Catering Services. Taking ordinary to extraordinary. Personal and home private nights to massive events. From wood-fired pizzas to full gras. Get your three-pack spice blend of moon dust, moon crust, and moon rocks. Hashtag what is Moondog? Familiar food done differently. The Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning. Six to nine. Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Putting our differences to the side and talking about something we all love. In our old man river, lavish lakes and streams, pines full of the wildest life and possibilities. I say one Mississippi, there's a magnolia tree. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. I want to welcome you to Super Talk Outdoors, where we celebrate every single Monday at lunchtime. The world-class outdoors of the state of Mississippi, because, as I say every week, we are the capital of the outdoors in America. But we have work to do to keep it that way. Uh, I want to thank you for joining us on the powerful Super Talk Mississippi Radio Network, or on Super Talk TV at Seaspire TV, or you might be watching the show on YouTube or Facebook. Are listening on your favorite podcast. Uh, it's February the 19th, 2024. I really want to thank you for joining us. Uh, the, the numbers, we're able to check numbers at our, at our Facebook page. And I looked this morning and the number of interactions and visits is up 500% since we started talking about some issues a couple of weeks ago. So I want to, I want to thank you for engaging. It's, uh, it's really important in Mississippi we have these conversations. I want to, I want to, uh, I tell you, I hope you're having a great day. Last little cool blast in, in coast in uh, Mississippi. This morning we had. Um, I looked outside and there were a couple of ducks, um, a brown pelican and a white pelican, all in the same frame. It's just gorgeous here in coastal Mississippi right now. I know that's the case all across Mississippi. The hot air will be here before we know it, that's for sure. But for me, it means we're headed offshore. So looking forward to that. Hey, I got a note from a listener. He asked me. Since the, the the recent shows was causing a lot of heavy lifting as it relates to the commission, he said, why are you doing this show in retirement? Well, I thought that was actually a really good question. It's something I think about a lot. But I have to say that I care deeply about Mississippi. I know that you do, too, those of you who are listening to this show. I really love this state, and I, I want to keep it the capital of the outdoors. So um, when I think about it myself, I don't know if I can find words to express how much I care about this. And so, uh, again, I love hunting and fishing with my family. Um, I spent a lot of time in the outdoors with them. And I, I find myself in this moment with this independent voice, something that I really cherish. Um, I'm humbled and honored to be working for a company like Supertalk Mississippi, like the powerful Supertalk Mississippi with their full support. And I think back about the time I was president and publisher of three Gulf Coast newspapers or Later in my career, I had responsibilities for newspapers and media companies across five states. And during that time, I learned a lot about what it looks like uh, to shine the light. Uh, and to and I often say this, that when you shine the light on the public process, it becomes actually a powerful lubricant to right wrongs. And uh, so when you find yourself in a position where you have the opportunity to shine the light, and then that intersects with your love of the outdoors, um, to me, that's that's kind of a winning combination, and that's what Super Talk Outdoors is all about. So I want to thank you for listening and for sharing my passion 
And I want to thank thank uh, my listener for that question. Hey, so uh, we've got a lot to talk about today, but before we go any further, I want to bring my guest in, Lake Pickle. You know him from Primo's Hunting. He's also involved in OnX Hunt and open season properties. There's no telling what else he's involved in. He's fresh back from the National Wild Turkey Federation annual meeting, which by all accounts was a huge success this year. Without, going, without uh, any further ado, let me welcome my friends, Lake Pick Pickle to super talk outdoors how you doing lake and i'm doing fantastic like i was was telling you leading up to this i was uh you talk to so many turkey hunters over a weekend that long your voice goes out on you so i didn't know if i would be whispering to you or talking to you today but we're doing all right It, it was a great weekend fun show it's always it's always fun to you know surround yourself with people of similar minds and similar affinities and uh, yeah, it, w- it was a great show. Hey, I tell you what I did see is I, I saw that the uh, the bill got passed, the public trust doctrine in the House of Representatives, and that is fantastic news, to say the least. Yeah, I, I talked about it last week, and uh, and also posted about it at Super Talk Outdoors, but it passed 117, I think to nothing, 117 to nothing in the House of Representatives. But essentially what it does, I talk about the North American wildlife model all the time, but it, it it's going gonna, it's gonna to create... A solidified statute, legislation that makes the legal principle that wildlife belongs to the people is going to galvanize that into Mississippi law. So we wouldn't necessarily need that. I think we already had enough that said the wildlife belongs to the people. But once the Attorney General reversed Jim Hood's opinion that the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission could approve the sale and transfer of white-tailed deer, which they haven't done, but that five-member commission could actually do that. I think it became clear that we needed a public trust document that, that galvanized that wildlife belonged to the people. So it's a great piece of legislation. Uh, Bill Kincaid, the chairman of the, of the House Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Committee, is the one who shepherded that th- through, and it had the overwhelming bipartisan support. So now it goes over to the Senate. And uh, we'll be looking to Chairman Neil Ke- Neil Whaley. Neil Whaley. They'll be watching the Senate committee very closely, and the Senate to see what they do with it. But I, but it's a, it's a this this bill is a no brainer. Certainly, there will be some that try to tr- try to defeat it. But who's going to push back on wildlife belong to the people? Like, I mean, if there was ever a bill, like I mean, obviously, I'm extremely satisfied that it went through. So. You know, unopposed. But if someone did oppose it, I'd be like, "All right, let's uh, let's talk to that person that opposed it." Seemed like a no-brainer to me. It would be special interest. It would be uh, uh, for starters, it would be deer breeders who want to sell and transfer their deer. And of course, it didn't say anything about that in this bill. It just says wildlife belong to the people. <laughs> it said it's it's galvanizing the legal principle. That is part of the success of the North American wildlife model, something that's helped Mississippi be successful, and it makes us stand aside, you know, stand out among the rest of America because we put so many amazing things in place that have helped us become the capital of the outdoors, and hopefully we can keep it that way. Yeah, uh, 110%. I think, uh, you know, you and I have talked about it in past shows uh, in terms of talking about the deer breeders and everything that go going on there, but this is just such a great opportunity and a, and encouraging to to like just simply nail down, like you said, to galvanize that this is not. I, I don't care if they're inside a fence or out of a fence. The wildlife are they belong to the public, and you cannot change that. It is a it is a public resource, and we need to take care of it. Yeah, you, have you been watching uh, what I've had to say about the commission? 
I I tell you one thing. Um, other than obviously, I've, I've loved the chance to get to come on the show. But other than just coming on it, I listen to this show regularly because you do an extremely good job of making me realize. I'm like, I need to be more aware about this stuff because there's yeah. there's stuff going on under my own nose, so to speak, in my state, which I care about very deeply, especially in terms of their wildlife resources and their natural resources. And I'm like, man, like some of the things that, that you shine the light on, so to speak, I'm, I've am i been baffled by it, but as a result of it, um, I've been paying very close attention, you know, yeah. the issues around the commission and the qualification. So like one of the things, one of the things I think, and uh, I've got a piece, uh, an opinion piece that I write that will be published at one o'clock today, one o'clock today at supertalk.fm or at the Supertalk Facebook pages all across the state of Mississippi. But it's an opinion piece that talks about how too much of the work of the commission uh, is is often sort of out of sight, out of mind. And the other thing that I point out is that the, the five-member commission has to be more transparent with their business and more open to public scrutiny. So I think too much uh, I think, first of all, that has to do with the public trust, which I talk about all the time. But it also says that when the when the commission operates in secrecy, in other words, which I'll highlight this afternoon in this opinion piece, that mm-hmm. when they do too much of their work behind the scenes and back rooms, out of view of public of the public, and when when it's influenced too much by politics and the and the, and the rich and powerful, what that means is it's going to erode the trust that our citizens have, not only in the commission but in Mississippi's government. And we just got to be more focused on it. And I, I think, you know, what's going to happen is, and again, I, I write a long piece about this to educate people about sunshine laws and open meeting laws, et cetera, because I, I was a former publisher. I know those laws extremely well. But it's going to, to turn out that formal complaints and even litigation and, 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 and more important really to me is further degradation of the public trust. And, you know, we've, you know, here, here's, here's my goal. My intention is to put the public trust back on the front burner. Okay? Put it out there so people pay more attention to it so that our, so that our kids' kids, so our kids and our kids' kids can count on us. They gotta be able to count on us, buddy. They're doing generational work and some of the decisions that they're making, especially around things like CWD, are incredibly important to our kids. Yeah. To me, it's so like, like if you were to really if you were to really just take a, on a base, like a base level, what you're asking to do, like to, to just, okay, what, what are you asking for to like really, okay, make this more open, make the public where they're widely more aware of it. So don't meet in secrecy. If you don't, if there's a problem there, like, please explain it to me because like what, what's, you know, and then in terms of the CWD thing, like, so I heard the show last week, the fact that the commission can make those kinds of decisions about CWD policies without regard. It's it's wild to me. It, it, yeah, without public input. Uh, listen, what we'll do on the other side, we'll pick it up from there. There's actually a commission meeting coming up this Thursday. I'll give you this, the, the details about that. Um, really important meeting. And, um, we, you know, based on the conversation we're going to have today, these guys have a lot to think about. We'll see you on the other side with my friend Lake Pickle. We'll see you after this.
I'm still going for it, even with higher stroke risk from atrial fibrillation and a regular heartbeat not caused by a heart valve problem. Over a three-year study, Eliquis Apixaban tablets reduced stroke risk better than warfarin, and over 97% of Eliquis patients did not experience a stroke. A first stroke occurred in 2.9% of warfarin patients versus 2.3% of Eliquis patients. Don't stop taking prescription Eliquis without asking your doctor. It may increase your stroke risk. Eliquis can cause serious and in rare cases fatal bleeding. Don't take Eliquis if you have an artificial heart valve, abnormal bleeding, or antiphospholipid syndrome. While taking, you may bruise more easily or take longer for bleeding to stop. A spinal injection while on Eliquis increases risk of blood clots, which may cause paralysis, the inability to move. Get medical help right away for unexpected bleeding, unusual bruising, or tingling, numbness, or muscle weakness. Medications such as aspirin products, NSAIDs, SSRIs, SNRIs, and blood thinners may increase bleeding risk. Tell your doctor about all planned medical or dental procedures. Learn more at Eliquis.com or call 1-855-ELIQUIS. Get ready, Greater Jackson area. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show is coming for two big days. Only at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Show hours are Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 till 5. Hundreds of dealers tables available. Full of guns, knives, ammunition, holsters, gun books, camouflage, jewelry, and related items. Hunters and collectors, this big show's for you. Buy, sell, trade, or just spend the day browsing. Ladies are especially welcome. Admission just $9 for adults, $2 for kids ages 6 to 11. Sorry, no one under the age of 18 admitted without a parent. Got any guns? to sell? Be sure they're unloaded and bring them to the show. Thousands of buyers will be there. Instant background checks available for gun purchases. The big one, the Great Southern Gun and Knife Show this weekend. Saturday 9 to 5, Sunday 10 to 5 at the Trademark Building on the fairgrounds. Take the high street exit off I-55 and follow the signs. Exercise your right to keep and bear arms. While you're there, be sure to register for the door prize. See you this weekend at the big one. Sure as shooting. Don't Don't miss miss it. it. ESISupply.net. It's not if you're going to have a spill at your business or work place, it's when. ESISupply.net. Exorbent pads by the bundle or roll. ESISupply.net. Socknet Boom Products, Oil Gator, Oil Dry, Spill Kits, and much more. ESISupply.net. Take it from Scary Gary. If it can spill, it's gonna. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. That's 601-933-4910 or online at ESISupply.net. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by and see us or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Leading the conversation on Mississippi's outdoors, it's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Lake Pickle with us. And, you know, I shared, I shared a, 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 not a comment, a quote, a quote from, uh, John Audubon, like last week. And the, and the quote said this, a true conservation is a man who knows that the world is not given by his fathers, but borrowed from his children. You know, if I have to describe, you know, a clearing call that you have in your your work and the clearing call that I have in mine or that the that the commission should have in theirs is that 
we're, we're working to contribute toward doing generational work. So our kids look back and they're proud of us. Does that, what does that quote mean to you when you, when you hear it? I, I, so I liken it to the conservationists that I grew up looking up to, um, because that's the kind of mindset, like the first one and foremost that I learned from that I kind of attached myself to was someone that you and I both know, Will Primos. And I know that's the way that he thinks. And then think about men like Fox Hayes. Uh, there's the there's the Fox Hayes quote that um, I believe that the good that men do live long after they're gone. Uh, and and that's the way that a that, that a true conservationist has to think. You can't think in a in a finite mindset. You have to think about what happened before, and you have to think about what's down the line. You have to think about your kids and your kids' kids. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're so right. When I when I have talked to Toxie on the on the on the uh, show or his two sons, and we talk about the legacy of of uh, Toxie's father, Fox Hayes. Uh, it's an, it's so important. Um, you know, generationally, they've all been touched by this responsibility they have to give back. And, and of course, you know, you and I could spend a whole show talking about Will and the inspiration we get from Will and the way he leads by example. I, I got to work so closely with him on the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund. And when he believes in something, he steps out there and he does it. And he's such a principled guy, someone who, um, you know, when you join forces with someone like Will, you have an opportunity to find success, don't you? Absolutely. Not just because of of, of who he is, but just the the guy is a bulldog when he's passionate about something. He just is. I, I know that for a fact. I know that for a fact. But he's he's a good friend, and I know that he's been a big inspiration to both of us. Hey, listen, before I we went to break, I mentioned that there's a meeting coming up for the commission, the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission. It's this Thursday, February the 22nd. This Thursday is actually going to happen in Crawford, Mississippi, at the Black Prairie Wildlife Management Area. That's at 1350 Fire Tower Road. You can just go do a search on February 22nd or February 2024, Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks Commission, and it will give you the details. But it's gonna, there's going to be a, a, a business session that starts at 11, an education session that starts at 10. It's open to the public. But here's something interesting in their website that I want to read out loud. It's open to the general public. And all interested persons are invited to attend. But it says the public will have an opportunity to provide comments on the business session agenda by sending an email to, and it gives an email address, by Friday, February 16th, 2024. Your email must include the subject of your concern along with your name and address. And it goes on to say, if you prefer to make comments by attending in person, please send an email making the request and include your name, address, and agenda item number. Speakers will be limited to three to five minutes each, and number of speakers may be limited. Well, actually, that's not true. That's, that's, I mean, actually, that's, if that's the approach they're taking, that's not uh, abiding by open meeting laws. So I sent a note to Executive Director Lynn Posey last week and asked him about, uh, is anyone ever not enabled to speak? And he said, you can call or email the office and we will put you on the agenda or anyone can sign up at the meeting and be added. They're usually limit comments to five minutes. Um, so the point is you can go to the meeting. You don't have to send them an email ahead of time to get approval. If you want to go, just go and sign up and speak. Now, if you're a member of the general public, you're going to get, a, you're going to be given less than five minutes. 
But if you're somebody who's politically connected, you'll be given unlimited amount of time. At least that is my observation from looking at all of the uh, commission meetings that are on YouTube. So um, that's not a good thing. And I'll reflect a little bit more about that on in the uh, column that I write this afternoon uh, that will be posted at supertalk.fm at, uh, at 1 o'clock. But, you know, anyway, getting back to CWD. Uh, I got a column that I'm going to going to publish uh, later today as well, in addition to the one about open meetings laws, and it reflects back to Claiborne County and what you, the point that you just made in the in the discussion I had last week, and that is that in Claiborne County it was part of a CWD zone because what was happening over across the river in Louisiana. But Leonard Bentz passed a motion to say we're going to make the Mississippi River the center of, of you know, the delineation line. That was incredibly arbitrary. He kept using the word arbitrary over and over and over again at this meeting. You can go to the Super Talk Facebook, uh, Super Talk Outdoors Facebook page to watch some segments from this meeting. But what was arbitrary is what he was doing. What, what science said do is Claiborne County should be part of the CWD zone. And it was. Um, so, long story short, they decided to change it. Um, Gary Rhodes, Leonard Bentz, and Scott Coopwood voted for it. The, the, the chairman, Bill Coster, didn't vote. And um, Billy Monger, who made an impassioned plea not to do this, uh, voted against it. And it passed. And so CWD was taken out of the zone. Then in, then in set, some, the summer of this past year, CWD prions were found in a scrape crickets from the commission and then uh and then of course we get a positive test but one and so what i'm hearing is they're beginning to say gosh that that positive test is really causing some conversations about what we should do about cwd going forward and my my response to that is what about what is happening in benton county that's already met a cwd threshold what about what's happening in benton county didn't already get your attention i mean you have a disaster in the making already in the state. You, you're going to tell me that one CWD test has got your attention? Well, the only reason it's got your attention is because you took it out of the CWD zone without public without public comment and without without relying on what your biologist said. So, so look, the past is the past. The opportunity now is to fix this, but it makes me crazy thinking about it. Um, um, a lake? I don't. I mean, what, what, I mean, what do you think about all this? I. It makes me mad. On it, it, it makes me mad. It really does. Uh, I would. I would love. I would love the opportunity to talk to Mr. Bentz and the other two commissioners that voted in favor of this, and. I, I completely agree, Ricky. I mean, it is the past. I mean, we have to look at it now. But yeah. Just yeah. from the perspective of these gentlemen continuing to be on the commission for some time, I, I, I would just want to beg, please explain to me your decision here. Please. Yeah. Because there were clear, clear, clear indicators of what needed to happen. There were clear ways that we could have avoided this. and But we didn't. But we didn't. And now we're here. We have to yeah. deal with the situation now. But please explain to me why you did that. And why yeah. no input from the public that affected a resource that belongs to the public. And now that affects you, that affects yeah. me, that affects every citizen in this state, whether they hunt or not. Whether they hunt or not, because the, 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 the hunting and outdoor and fishing and outdoors economy, as I pointed out last year, is a multi-billion dollar. Listen, dude, 
small towns across the state, big, all of us, all of us depend on that economic piece thriving. And five members, a five-member commission where there's, they're not, there are no qualifications. You know, the fact that they enjoy the outdoors is the only qualification, but, but there are no qualifications. So three of the five can vote on something and change the course of history for wildlife management in our state generationally. And that's one of the reasons why there's some discussion in the legislature this year. I pray that a bill gets out that either increases the number of commissioners or causes a debate about what should the role of the commission be. Should we have qualifications on the five that are there now? We've got to have this conversation because if we don't, we're going to we're going to regret it. We really are going to regret it, but my friend Here's the thing. It's like not only can they change the course of history, they already did. Yeah. Oh, they did. They already they already did. And like I said, I am 100 percent on board with we need to focus more on how are we going to move forward in the future to make sure something like this doesn't happen again, that we can improve on. But we need to look at what just happened and look at that and be like, and, and this is this is what can happen when you don't pay attention to the science, when you don't listen to people that know what they're doing and know the subject matter. Okay, so some people say CWD's always been here, it's always going to be here, and blah, blah, blah. You know what? The truth is it's spreading across America right now. It hasn't always been here. And here's the reality. It's deadly, 100% fatal if a deer gets it. And you ask any property owner in Benton County what they think about CWD, and what they're going to tell you is that they virtually it has virtually wiped out older class deer. So the 160-inch deer that I had the opportunity to kill this this year, my biggest deer ever. Um, if we don't, if we don't get pay attention, other people are not going to have that opportunity. Hey, when we get back on the other side, we're going to continue this critical conversation that we're having. And it's going to speak to the corn culture in Mississippi and something our commissioners are going to have to grapple with. When we come back on the other side, we'll continue our conversation with Lake Pickle. From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint cutting needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 61. Tonight, clear skies, low around 35. Your Tuesday, sunny conditions, high near 68. Tuesday evening, clear skies, low around 45. And for your Wednesday, sunny conditions, high near 75. This weather brought to you by our friends at Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton. Shop local. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, your building supply expert since 1871. It's been said that time waits for no one, but that's not completely true. Hi, I'm Cameron Aubrey. Since 1920, our family has been privileged to serve as Mississippi's foremost diamond merchant. For decades, generations have trusted all Britons for engagement rings, anniversaries, and those special events in life. Time has certainly changed our world. The Internet, smartphones, and social media have revolutionized how we research, communicate, and even shop. At All Britons, we've grown with you. At AllBritons.com, you can search, shop, and find the latest in fine jewelry. 
But for those who prefer the personal experience, you can now shop the all-new Auburn's 4460 Old Canton Road in Northeast Jackson. With new displays and the latest designer jewelry, we're located across from our old home in Highland Village. Still the same Albritton service you'd expect, but now bigger and better. You've waited for us, now we're ready for you. Come see what's new. Albritton's 4460 Old Canton Road in Jackson. At Albritton's, Albritton's Jewelers. Are you the parent of a 2- to 7-year-old? Listen closely for an exciting free radio offer. By now, you've probably heard of ABC Mouse, the Parents' Choice Award-winning online learning program that's actually changing the lives of early learners everywhere. ABC Mouse is like a little one-on-one teacher. It has helped her so much. Right now, we're offering a special radio promo to try it free for a month. But you have to go to abcmouse.com slash radio to claim your free month. That's abcmouse.com slash radio. Sponsored by Age of Learning. Get ready to tackle all those chores with the help of a John Deere 3 Series tractor. Ag Up Equipment has the ultimate workhorse ready for you. And guess what? It comes with 0% financing for 60 months plus $750 off. These tractors are powerhouses equipped with a robust engine that delivers ample horsepower to handle a range of tasks on your property. Explore more unbeatable deals and offers by visiting us online at agup.com. Offer ends 229.24. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. I'm Kelly Bennett and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Police are looking for a suspect or suspects after a murder in Wayne County on Saturday. 29-year-old Tony Arrington was killed in a shooting in the Pineville community after 10 a.m. The investigation is ongoing. Jackson police are still sorting through the details of a disturbance outside Urban Air Adventure Park over the weekend. Police say there was a fight among juveniles inside the business and they went back to their vehicles to grab guns. They were told to leave when they tried to get back inside. Officers haven't been able to determine whether or not there was a shooting in the parking lot at this point. Officials with Urban Air say no weapons were found inside or outside the facility. For more Mississippi news, sports, weather, and politics, find us on Facebook, X, or online at supertalk.fm. This is Colonel Gannon Burton, retired and back home in Mississippi after 30 years of service in the Marine Corps as an F-18 pilot, Top Gun graduate, two-time commander with five combat deployments. I am running for U.S. Senate because the country that I love and fought for is being destroyed by a corrupt ruling class that has sold our country out to the Chinese Communist Party and the globalists. Bottom line, we can and must do better. Unlike my opponent, Senator Roger Wicker, when I'm elected, I will support President Trump, his policies, and his border wall. We will close the border. We will stop the fentanyl from killing our kids. We will start the drilling to stop inflation. Go to Burton4USSenate.com. That's Burton4USSenate.com. Sign up, donate, and join our team. I'm Colonel Gannon Burton, United States Marine Corps retired candidate for U.S. Senate, and I approve this message. Paid for by Burton for U.S. Senate. 
You know that nowadays most people go online to look at a business before they spend their money? And a lot of businesses are losing opportunities to get new customers if they aren't online. With the power of STMM Digital, you can reach potential customers and get more referrals and repeat business. The highly trained and trusted team at STMM Digital is ready to work with you to help your business capitalize on the power of digital marketing. Call 601-991-2305 or go to stmmdigital.com to get started today. Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. I have my friend Lake Pickle with us today. You know him from Primos, or maybe you know him from Onyx Hunt, or maybe you know him from Open Seasons Properties. He's kind of an entrepreneur. And uh, he's been involved in the Primos Truth About Hunting podcast in the past. And you know, I look forward to big things for, for from Lake as we go forward. We're going to have him on the show more often because he's a young guy who's passionate about conservation in Mississippi, and he learned from the best. Hey, when we went to break, though, we were talking about CWD, and it is amazing that one positive test in Claiborne County might get some attention of commissioners when we already had a case for action coming out of other counties in Mississippi, especially places like, like Benton County. And I was mentioning that you know CWD has not always been here. It's spreading across America. Our only tool is containment. We have to, everything we do is within the guise of trying to contain the disease. And can you do that? You can't, you can't eradicate it, but you can certainly contain it. So what I, if you really want to learn more, there's two things I want to ask you to do. First of all, go study Illinois versus Wisconsin. Wisconsin did it more like Mississippi's doing it and see what the output is. And then go study um, Illinois and see what they've done. And you, I think you'll find a tremendous contrast between those two. Also, what I want you to do is go look at the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks and look up the Harrison County public meeting. When there was a positive found in Harrison County here on the coast, they, uh, they had a public meeting. And um, William McKinley was there, and let me tell you, he's, he was fresh back from a CWD conference where people from all over the world were there. And his presentation is incredible. It's rock solid. So if you have any doubt in your mind, go to that meeting with, the, with an open mind. Listen, I know this for a fact. There were hunters from all over the coast of Mississippi that went to that meeting ready to pounce on those guys. And William McKinley knew it. Because they were going to, Harrison County was going to be put in the CWD zone. But when they got there and they heard the presentation, you should have heard the public questions. It was incredible. They, they went from, some of them went from, I'm going to, I'm going to tell them to, holy mackerel, this is serious. And their questions were incredible. It was a really, really good public meeting. Watch the public meeting. I think you'll come to the conclusion that for sure this is a problem. And then if you have any questions about the sale and transfer of whitetail deer, Go look at what's happened in Texas. The most recent announcements in Texas were inside deer pens. Counties that didn't have CWD before had it transferred into those counties because they allowed the sale and transfer of deer. Man, Mississippi, we got something to protect, guys. We got something to protect. Help us protect it. I'm so passionate about this subject. Like, what, what more can we say? We can say that, if anything, like you said, Go educate yourself like I had to do um, because when it comes, CWD is such a hot topic item in this space that you hear so many different things. And so even to the point for your for your own mental fortitude, go and look for yourself because I promise you, if you go and look for yourself from from real sources, real science, real data, you will hear what what Ricky, what you were sharing there 
and what we what we were talking about, Mr. McKinley presented, these are not opinions. These are not things that we just think that we should do. These are based off of research and and things that actually happen, data, facts. Yeah. You know, hey, let's assume, some of the most important white-tailed deer, white-tailed deer research in the world is happening at Mississippi State with Steve Damaris and and uh, Bronson Strickland. There is no fogginess in their heads about where this is headed if we don't manage it properly. Yeah, it's a please ask you know Dr. Damaris or Dr. Strickland their opinion on CWD. Please ask them their opinion on on baiting and corn feeders and corn culture. Please ask them. We're not. We're, no one's making this up. Well, listen. Uh, the the corn culture is a major problem in this state, and and I know that that uh, someone said to me, well, commissioners have a tough decision to make. Fifty percent of the people are for corning, and fifty percent of the people are against it. You know, it's a tough decision. Well, as a former publisher and a pro- former CEO of a company, I know that there are going to be tough decisions when you've been put in a role that is that affects other people. But here's the choice: do you go? Do you lean toward the sort of at you know the 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 corn culture, or do you lean towards your kids and what's best for them. And listen, I'm going to have somebody from somebody help me find somebody from Benton County who can come on this show and talk to me about their experience because man, the stories coming out of Benton County are not good. They're not good at all. And we're going to, we're going to highlight Benton so you can understand that um, if you want to kill big, big deer in this state, we better turn the corner on this quickly. And you know what the irony is the 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 quality whitetail program that, that's being implemented all over the United States like, came from Mississippi. Mm-hmm. We're, we're the birthplace of that incredible program. And now we can't seem to wrestle something like CWD down. It's 2024. In 2018, we found the first case. In 2024, we have a commission that's still sending mixed messages and, and misinformation, and we've got anti-science members of the commission we can't get our heads around this. This is why we need qualified people on this darn commission, buddy. Mm-hmm. The, the way that this is getting looked at and the way that it is getting treated is so, so disgustingly myopic. It is so, it is so myopic because it's like, it's just tough decision. Sure. I'll give you that tough decision. Sure. If you, uh, but there's, there's a difference between what is right and what is easy. And we can't keep picking the easy one. We can't keep picking what benefits us right now. We cannot do that. You're going to ruin. You're going to watch the entire resource go and go away if you if you continue to act the way that they've been acting so far and make decisions like that. Robbie Kroger from Blood Origins on this show said that it's, it could be the anchor that sinks hunting in America. Listen to me. That's how serious this is. We better pay attention. So I'm telling you, man. I got notes from people saying, "Oh, it's always going to be there." Whatever, you know. And you know, I have I hear certain commissioners saying it private meetings. Oh, it's just survival of the fittest. Just survival of the fit. Uh, we we got so much work to do. Anyway, um, yeah, you can tell I'm passionate about. It. I hope you're passionate about it. Hey, I want to encourage you to go to this meeting. Go to if you live anywhere near the uh, Black Perry Wildlife Management Area at 1355 Tower Road in Crawford, Mississippi. 
go to that meeting. If you can't make it to the educational meeting at 10, go there for the business session at 11 and let them know how you feel. We've got to get, you know what the problem is, they don't hear the, the uproar. They don't hear the outrage. And so they, when you don't have outrage, they can continue to sort of do things in a vacuum out of the public, uh, you know, out of the public square and, and we get this. So Super Talk Outdoors is about the intersection between shining the light and loving the outdoors, and I'm proud to be here. And listen, Lake, I, I appreciate you willing to sort of put a stake in the dirt about, about this stuff. I, it's something that I care very deeply about, I, yeah. and that's why I do it. And, and it, we, we have to, someone has to speak up about this, and, and you're doing an incredible job here, and, and I will do whatever in the world I can do to help you. Uh, there's a... Uh, at one o'clock today, I'm going to post. We're going to post uh, at supertalk.fm uh, an opinion piece from me that gives you a, a complete view into open meeting laws in Mississippi and how I believe the commission is breaking the law. And then later today, another piece about CWD and sort of reviews what we said last week on the show, but it it it, it really urges the commission to take action. Um, I really appreciate Lake willing to have that conversation with me. So, Lake, coming back to your world, man, how are you doing? You know, uh, yeah, if we change it, I'm, I'm doing great, you know. Uh, I mean, I'm like I said, talking about Mississippi being the capital of the outdoors, My there's a lot of things that, that I agree with there, and there's a lot of reasons I think that that's true. But my favorite part of the re- – my favorite reason for believing that's true is right around the corner. I'm a, I'm a spring turkey guy. Through and through, I love a lot of it, but spring turkey is always my favorite, and we're we're breaths away from it here. Oh, isn't that true? You know, I I, I love to talk about my my. You know, Will's been on the show several times, but the way he talks about turkey hunting, about you know when when he is in the outdoors and he can hear the gobble, and he's you know the spring day, it's a spring morning, and the sun's coming up. And he he literally discusses it like he doesn't actually ask, have to do a prayer in that moment. He says he's in a prayer. What a beautiful way to talk about it. You hear guys like Will and you get them talking about turkey hunting. There is a I mean, it's going to sound like I'm, you know, you know, exaggerating, but there's a romance tone to it. There really is. There There is a love for it that cannot be overstated, you know. And that's that's how I feel about it. You know, I've, I've I've been so entrenched in it my entire life, and I can I plan to be for for however long my life is after this. But I I plan to be entrenched in it for as long as I can. Man, hey, by the way, you know, not to not to shift the conversation back, but but the whole notion of corn feeders and turkey season is a really important conversation, isn't it? So uh, you were talking about Robbie Kroger earlier. Robbie Kroger's a dear friend. Robbie Kroger was a professor of mine when he was at Mississippi State. And one of the things he taught me is you can never just do one thing. So this doesn't, you know, the whole corning culture doesn't just affect deer hunting. It doesn't just affect CWD. It, it spreads over very strongly to wild turkeys. And why don't we do this on the other side? You can talk about how, and then I want to just get some of the some of the uh, headlines from the National World Turkey uh, National Wild Turkey Federation meeting that you just returned from. When we come back, we'll continue our conversation with Lake Pickle. Perfect. Mississippi to this land called home. I'll 
Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. At the UPS Store, we know this upcoming holiday is when things can get busy for small business owners. Exactly. My to-do list and I don't take days off. That's why you can count on us to be open and ready to help with every small business need. Whether it's packing and shipping or if it's just to check your mailbox. That's almost everything on my to-do list. My list and I can take the day off. Woo-hoo! Your local, the everything to help you be unstoppable store. The UPS Store. Be unstoppable. The UPS store locations are independently owned. Product services, pricing, and hours may vary. See center for details. Get ready to tackle all those chores with the help of a John Deere 3 Series tractor. Ag Up Equipment has the ultimate workforce ready for you, and guess what? It comes with 0% financing for 60 months, plus $750 off. These tractors are powerhouses, equipped with a robust engine that delivers ample horsepower to handle a range of tasks on your property. Explore more unbeatable deals and offers by visiting us online at agup.com. Offer ends 22924. Some exclusions apply. See dealer for details. At Clinton Body Shops, we want you to know that after an accident, you have the right to choose where to get your repair. We're continuing to follow our founder's mission. The late John Mosley believed consumers deserve to have their vehicles returned to their pre-accident condition using OEM parts and OEM repair procedures. Therefore, we're continuing OEM training and certification with as many manufacturers as possible. In fact, we now have more certifications from more automakers than any shop in Mississippi. Auto accidents can be very stressful, and the last thing you need is a repair that devalues your car and makes it unsafe. Because you have the right to choose, tell your insurer you want a Clinton Body Shop repair. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com, and as John used to say, we really do take pride in perfection. Since 1871, Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile in downtown Bolton has been providing everything you need. Everything for your house, fencing, plumbing, flowers, lumber. Everything for your animals, dogs, cats, birds, chickens, cows, horses. And everything for your patio and yard. Bayou Classic Cookers, Wind Chimes, Orca and Pelican Coolers. We have most everything. 150 years of serving the community, family owned and operated. Gaddis McLaurin Mercantile, downtown Bolton since 1871. We'll see you soon. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your local Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey, on the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack. You can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda has been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. 
Stop by any Gateway Tire or Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASE certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Center offers lube, oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course, tires. Just like Kenda, designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Center supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. We live in one of the best places in America to enjoy the outdoors. So let's talk about it. It's Super Talk Outdoors with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back to Super Talk Outdoors. What a day it is on this show. Man, the intersection between sunshine and sunshine on a beautiful morning to go hunting or fishing. There's a difference between the two kinds of sunshine, that is for sure. Hey, we have my friend Lake Pickle with us. And uh, before we went to break, we're talking about, we didn't mean to kind of revert back, but just real quick, I'll let him finish the point that corn feeders and turkey season don't go hand in hand unless you're illegally baiting. So um, what's your thoughts on that, uh, Lake? So I, to honestly, to, to kind of put myself on the chopping block a little bit at first, um, when, the, when the whole corn feeder thing first came into, into place, uh, it was for deer hunting in terms of deer hunting. And to be honest, I, like I said, own self on the chopping block. I wasn't for it. I was against it. I was completely indifferent. indifferent. Uh, and I regret feeling that way now. Um, when it first caught my attention, because again, I, I'm a turkey guy through and through, I started noticing, you know, when corn feeders became more uh, more accessible, you know, they were more in the woods because the laws stated it. So, and so what bothered me, what started me to dig into it is because now we had corn feeders that were left out during the spring. And regardless of what people said they were doing, they were 100% feeding turkeys. I know that from anecdotal, anecdotal examples from several people. Um, and there were people that were shooting turkeys on, under feeders, on the way to feeders that were never killing turkeys before. And as a turkey hunter, that bothered me. So I started to dig into it. But what I found is, Honestly, that's not the biggest problem. It is a problem, but it's not the biggest problem. And so uh, Jordan Blissett and myself, when we were on the Speak the Language podcast, we interviewed two biologists, a guy named Marcus Lashley, uh, who actually did a stint of time at Mississippi State University, now works at the University of Florida. And then we also interviewed a guy named Dr. Will Goolsby, who works at the University of Auburn now. But what they dove into is just the effect that having a corn feeder can have on a on a wild turkey population level. Um, which is something that's also very highly discussed right now because our numbers are, they're not dismal, but they're not great. We could all agree on that. And basically there's a host of issues that it's causing, but to kind of condense it, the biggest one is you're basically causing a vacuum for uh, nest predators, raccoons. And so they were doing all these research studies on how nesting success for turkeys is affected when a feeder is in the vicinity. And I can't, you know, it's, it's been long enough since I had that interview. I can't remember the exact radius, but it was mind blowing. Like the effect that this had, um, because it, you know, raccoons was probably the biggest one, but then you get into aflatoxins that can affect, uh, breeding success for the hens. You get into other predators that, you know, not, not killing the eggs, but killing adult turkeys, um, bobcats, coyotes, so much and so forth. It, it, the the list of problems went on and on and on, and it, I, I just couldn't find really any positives that would even begin to outweigh the negatives that it brought about. 
We can't say the capital outdoor if we don't make tough decisions. That is for sure. The National Wild Turkey Federation, man, I saw <clears throat> posts from from Cuz and <clears throat> you guys and the Primos group and so many others. It, it was a big time success, wasn't it? It was fantastic. It, it really was. And and what we see, what I've seen now is, you know, like I talked about earlier, turkey numbers not being that great. But I'm seeing kind of a rallying behind that. And I'm seeing one thing I'd like to see most of them, not only seeing a rallying behind people wanting more turkeys, I'm seeing a rallying behind people that want to understand the science of that. There were people, there's a friend of mine, he has a, has a brand called Panola Productions, but he was selling T-shirts and stickers that was a, a drip torch. You know, he's, he's pumping prescribed burning. And, the you know, if we, we could list off the, benef- the benefits of prescribed burning, go on and on and on, not just for turkeys, but for quail, for deer. But you're, you're seeing kind of a push behind really trying to understand what people can do from a landowner level because, you know, Mississippi's over 90% private land. And so if we're going to see, you know, a positive impact on turkeys on a statewide scale, it's going to have to happen on private land. And, and it's really encouraging to see that. Prescribed burning. I need to do a whole show on prescribed burning. I really do. And we've talked about it bits and pieces. You know, Brad has talked about it. You, you and I have had some offline conversations about it. Um, I, I, you know, other guests and I have had conversations, you know, guests from the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. But the impact on that, of that on wildlife is so positive, man. I, I just I just think we got to do a better job. You know, one of the things, there are, somebody ought to go about creating a fund within the Outdoor Stewardship Trust Fund that incents landowners to do this. Yeah. Um, maybe yeah. that would be a good program for the wildlife, for the Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks to start or some, or some organization. But we need to talk more about it, don't we? Yeah. I, I'm actually, I'm, I'm, being a, I'm part of a game bird weekend that's coming up this Friday and Saturday through Mississippi State and Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks. And, Saturday, I think it's, they may have sold all the tickets already. Honestly, I'm not sure. Um, but we're taking those folks out to a property and they're doing a whole, it's a whole game bird management, like teaching people what they can actually do on their property. But part of that is burning. You know, people are going to have drip torches in their hands. <clears throat> That's so cool. That's really cool. Hey, listen, Lake, you are the best, man. I appreciate you. Um, we'll keep our focus on. You know, bring the sunshine in and let people, you know, get the education. Those who want to get an education, it's all the facts are there. You just got to, you just got to do some homework and listen to this show and listen to what Lake has to say. And, uh, you know, we'll keep Mississippi the capital of the outdoors. God bless you, my friend. Thank you. And thank you for having me on. And thank you for waving the flag that you're waving. You bet, my friend. You bet. Hey, listen, have a great day and stay safe when you're in the outdoors. Always keep safety first. We'll see you next week. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.